buddies, this is Headlines and Coffee, the podcast. I'm your host, Generator. Welcome to episode 2.5, a special edition episode. I hope you guys are ready, so pour yourselves a cup and let's get started. So today we're going to talk about the Cuban crisis that's going on currently. Uh, initial report stated that mass, uh, I'm sorry, mass protests began because of food shortages, high prices, and depending on who you ask, either lack of vaccines or the communist rule. The protests began in San Antonio de los Baños and Palma Soriano. Listen, I'm not Spanish, you guys, so if I butcher those, I really do apologize. Uh, eventually, the marches did swept through or did sweep through Havana. These protests were met with force from uniformed and uniformed ununiformed police. Cubans are dying; they are being snatched in the streets and their homes by their government, and many have not even been seen since. There are many reports that young men have been taken by force and to. And they're forced against or forced to act against their own families. Their internet has been cut. Cuba has been filled with turmoil, and we need to get to the bottom of this. So, to get to the bottom of this and hopefully get a little bit more understanding on what's going on, I have a special guest. We have Felix Monta Montano. Am I saying that right? I'm sorry. Is it Montano? It's, yeah, it's just like the state with an O at the okay, end. Okay, so Montano. Montano. I try yeah. not to do anything fancy yeah. with it then. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Awesome. So, Felix, go ahead and introduce yourself. God, well, I'm here, you know, primarily today to speak to you about Cuba. And um, I, I want to preface it by uh, I'm, I'm an actor in Hollywood and um, I've danced, been a dancer my whole life. Uh, I started dancing when I was 14, moved down here when I was 17 and started dancing professionally at 17 uh, in the business on stage, film, television, variety shows, commercials, what have you. Uh, the last few years, I've been really successful doing recurring background on shows like Veep. I was uh, Julie Louis-Dreyfus's Secret Service for the last season of uh, Veep, one of her four, and that was a magical job and looks like probably my magical exit job from the business, considering what's going on. Uh, but anyway, that's another story. And uh, my father rode a boat from Cuba, survived uh, the 130 miles, landed on Key West with a shirt on his back, and here I am today, uh, riding on his coattails of the American dream, which we, he accomplished. He accomplished probably like in 11 months. I mean, in, I'm sorry, 11 years, mm -hmm. 11 years after landing on the shores of Key West, meeting my mother. And then um, we had the white the, the, the house, the white picket fence, two dogs, two cars, three kids living in Northern California in a very middle class community. Uh, by, by 1971, he had come over in 59. By 1971, we had accomplished that. He started as a busboy. He had sixth grade Cuban education. Started as a busboy at El Rancho Motel in Millbrae, California. My mother was cleaning toilets at uh, Peninsula Hospital, also in uh, Millbrae. And uh, yeah, and then they worked their way up in all sorts of jobs. And, and yeah, so I mean, you know, I, I, um, I was on another show uh, two weeks ago mm -hmm. and uh, people called me privileged and uh, they thought I was being naive. And I, I, I don't get the criticism because how can I not be a more perfect example of someone escaping communism and coming to America for what, what America has represented for 250 years? Exactly. But I got beat up about that. I got beat up about my you know, performance mm -hmm. and, um, you know, these people that, and, and I, I, it's, they're basement dwellers. 
the people that take the time to go on threads and fight and attack my performance or my friend Allison Morrow's performance mm -hmm. and accu accuse us of all these things personally, other than the topic we were discussing. Mm -hmm. And um, I mean, they accuse me of being a CIA operative because wow. of how I because of I, how I spoke. Um, she did a follow-up with Mari and Yoel, who were the couple that we were interviewing that she had asked me to come on and help interview. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they were attacked for being propagandists. And, um, you know, I mean, and I was talking to Allison this morning and uh, discussing the feedback that she got on that interview, the one she did with just them. Um, and she was saying how, um, you know, people were just, I said to her, I said, these are these socialist punks in this country that, that got indoctrinated, these millennials that are sitting there or, or whoever that have been indoctrinated with this anti-American sentiment through school or whatever, because now we're realizing it's been happening in our education system for mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah. And now they're sitting there watching people like me who know what the I'm talking about mm -hmm. personally, firsthand from my parents who taught me and, 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 told me this over and over again and and i can't speak on it or i'm being a propagandist you know i mean no i'm being an american we yeah. came to america we came to america to assimilate and pursue the american dream yes and my father taught us assimilate we don't have to forget our culture yeah. we don't have to forget our traditions we had them in our home we had them wherever we wanted to have them but we don't try to change the country we came to right and and now these these idiots are trying to change 250 years no one asked them yeah no one asked you to change our foundation and 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 they think that they've got something better and i am a, 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 i'm I have firsthand information, yeah. you know, here. I, I, my parents lived it and passed it down to me. Mm -hmm. And I see what they warned me about happening in the last two years at a rate that is insane how it's speeding. Yeah. Go ahead. So, oh. so that was, that you got me, you got me going, my no, Cuban you know, temper. I, you know what? I love it. I absolutely love <laughs> it. And it's like, it's funny that you mentioned that how it's expedited, expedited the past two years, because it's like, I was just talking to somebody about this recently. It's like, it's like we went to sleep, we woke up and now all of a sudden, like this yeah. is the, the direction, like where, like how, what happened to the slow progression? Cause most things take a slow progression. No, this one was like just straight, like it happened. Yeah, because because it was carefully orchestrated. And if you don't think communists and socialists and Marxists mm -hmm. so uh, slowly orchestrate these things and infiltrate from the inside, mm -hmm. like like fucking like bacteria and a virus. Yeah. And so the virus was a perfect situation with the fear that that carried and and our already our germophobia and everything else that they've been inducing the last few years with wipes and everything else that mm -hmm. you know I, I always say i used to go to the grocery store store and my mother would let me teeth on the um on the grocery store cart handle <laughs> i mean who cared about wiping your grocery store yeah. cart down or 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 even having water in your car yeah. you know like carrying a bottle of water in your car or anything else it's like right. we've been so we've been so um, wimpized, wimpized, wimps, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, I wanted to use other words, but I'm trying to keep it, keep it nice. So, you know, <laughs> listen, you don't and, have and, to do that here. <laughs> okay. Okay. We can, we can, we can hit the beep button later, yeah. but you know, I mean, I mean, I, I just don't get it. And so that, 
um, under the guise of the virus and COVID-19 restrictions, they implemented basically communism. And I felt this in March 2020. I knew this didn't feel good in my gut. Yeah. Because then again, I'm gay and I lived through a real pandemic mm -hmm. and um, and I was in the center of it in my 20s in New York City with the AIDS crisis hitting like a nuclear bomb. Mm -hmm. And so I have a little bit of experience with Dr. Fauci's bullshit, too. <laughs> oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, so but nobody knows their history. You know, I have mm -hmm. so many young gay friends that don't even know who Fauci was in the 80s and 90s nope. and what he the part that he played in our lives as gay men. Yeah. And, and anyway, so that's that, but that'll go anyway, back to Cuba, yeah. whatever, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Jen. I'm no. sorry. No, it's great. I mean, because, I mean, you, you bring up a great point with Fauci because if people would read and do the research, they would know that when the SARS, whatever first broke out in like what, 2008, and they started experimenting on it, they started using the HIV to pair it with and who's mm -hmm. uh, like, who's a special specialty with HIV. Mm -hmm, Freaking Fauci, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. There's also a lot coming up now with the vac vaccines connected to um, uh, uh, the herpes virus. Uh, there is a connect there in how they made the vaccine. I believe I'm not I'm not totally uh, up on that. I have done a lot of research, but that particular one I just started hearing back about recently yeah. from uh, T, T Lav Lav the um, uh, the Last American Vagabond, which I highly recommend. Everybody should watch his shows every day and go back mm -hmm. through his logs of um, of research that he has posted. Mm -hmm. It's 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 phenomenal if you want to learn what's happened. Yeah, you'll have to message me that name because I'm terrible with like remembering yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Last American Vagabond yeah. is the podcast. Yeah, okay. go ahead. All right, so uh, back to Cuba. So do you still have family in Cuba? Um. I've been trying to find out because I would love to try to connect. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. I think most of my older aunts and relatives that never got here have passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm 59. So, you know, um, I've, I've been in America. I mean, I'm as old as, well, the revolution has been 62 years since Castro took over mm -hmm. 59. Right. So, um, yeah. And I've, I've, had some people come over and I've spoken to some of them and, you know, in my lifetime, relatives that came over and cousins and things like that, mm -hmm. including my own half sister who came over, was brought over by my father and my mother when she was six years old. Um, so, you know, um, I have some of that awareness, uh -huh. but what was the question? I'm sorry. If I lost my, if you saw family in Cuba. Yeah. So I'm trying to find out if I do, and I've been putting the feelers out because I'd love to interview them too, or, or bring them on one of the shows, like with Allison or something, yeah. so that she could interview them. Because you know, this isn't my profession. Mm -hmm. um, I love journalism, and I love I love investigative, um, journalistic yeah. uh, stuff, and just busting people because I think that anything that can be destroyed by the truth mm -hmm. should be. Yes. Um, and um, that's my passion in life. I live by the truth and always have, probably why I'm single, probably why <laughs> I'm alone, uh, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So yeah, I'm, I don't have any relatives there, no. Okay. That um, I know of. So what What do you know of what- Okay, hold on, Jen. Uh, I, I did hear it this time. 
So I don't know 100% what it is, but it's not that bad. But I I did notice it when Felix does, uh, and don't get me wrong, I love touching. The express, yeah, when Touch, you're okay, yeah, yeah, when you hit your uh, when you hit your earpiece or your earbuds, okay, yeah, you got it. Definitely, so I will I mean, try def- not def- to do that. No, definitely feels like you can okay. be expressive okay. with your hands. Okay. But when when you're doing Remember. that, yeah, we definitely heard it. Remember okay. that, okay, okay, okay. Thanks, thanks, guys. <laughs> And we're back in. (laughs) And we're back in. All right. So, um, what what do you know aside from like? Do you know anything aside from what the media is putting out that's going on over there? Well, I know a little bit from what um, Mari and Yoel told us uh, with Allison. Um, That's probably the most recent person that I know know that has been in Cuba, which is Yoel, her her fiance, who she got out of Cuba with Mm -hmm. a visa. Um, and so that's probably the close, the, the most recent, my sister has told me a couple of things that she's heard from her, um, husband's, my sister, Lisa, from her husband, uh, Manny's family. Mm-hmm. Um, in, uh, she lives in Port St. Lucie now, uh, her and I were both born here in Miami or, or in Miami, not right. here in Hollywood, um, not Hollywood, California, not Hollywood, Miami, Florida, but <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyway, yeah. So no, um. Yeah. So I, I mean, and I have tried to decipher some of the stuff that I've seen in the media. And also I, I uh, don't listen much to um, mainstream media, whether it be conservative or left anymore. Right. I try to find my own sources mm-hmm. through many different channels, which it seems to me to be much better and resonates with me as more truthful yeah. um, because I just have a sixth sense about it and mm-hmm. people can, can, can think that I'm, I'm, I'm making that up or not, but I've said before, I think there's some of us in our society and in our world that see and hear things differently than others and mm-hmm. see signs and flags and, and warnings before other people do. I just think it is. It's a, a sense of awareness, yeah. awareness of, of, of what's going on around us and, and a hypervigilance, which I've always had uh, naturally. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think there's a lot of us that's that's doing that now, like we are waking up, so to speak. Um, a lot of us have gotten away from the mainstream media. I, I don't watch, I don't watch Fox news. I don't even watch Newsmax that much anymore. Like I used to be, that's all I had on my TV 24 seven was Newsmax. And mm-hmm. I, I've even gotten away from that. Um, a lot of, a lot of people now are starting to learn to use multiple resources. Like when I do, when I do my TikToks, I don't know if you've seen what I do or not, but a lot of- No, I heard, I heard a little bit. Yeah, my primary source that I use is Breitbart News, but like I've explained to people, because we all know Breitbart is is right-wing. Like obviously it's right-wing. But the way they do their writings, it is so easy to pick out the biases and and to pull out the facts. Like that, right. that's probably one of the most easiest uh, sources that it, you know, for me to pull out the stuff. Well, another really good source and you have to subscribe to it or try to catch them on the platforms that they're not being censored on um, is Blaze TV. Yes. Glenn Beck's. Um, it is phenomenal. I was awakened. Predominantly, I give Steve Dace from the Steve Dace show on Blaze TV, which mm-hmm. is um, every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time live on Blaze TV. And then they usually upload it to Rumble mm-hmm. uncensored later in the afternoon, about four or five. Uh, you can sometimes catch the whole episode on YouTube, but they'll edit and they'll uh, cut it out anything to do that's been, you know, labeled as needing to be censored. So you don't get the whole thing. Right. Anyway, but Steve Dace and um, the guys on that show and Blaze TV 
have pretty much were the catalyst for my awakening in March of 2020, because right up until March of 2020, I was a woke libtard. I was actually, that's one question I actually meant to ask you is if you've always been conservative or what you identify as. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and you may be able to relate to this as, as, as a gay person. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, first of all, my age makes a difference. I grew up at a time where the only haven for safety um, and not even always that, that safe was the Democratic Party, mm -hmm. you know? And remember in the 70s, 80s and 90s, the Democratic Party was a really valid party for outsiders. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Republicans at the, in those days were trying to oppress us, yeah. you know? But everything's evolved and the mm -hmm. tables have turned unbelievably. Right. And uh, suddenly what's up is down and down is up. Um, I had started awakening during the 2016 campaign between Hillary and Bernie and the primaries on the Democratic side. And when I saw what they were do willing to do to their own and eating their own in the primaries and what Hillary was willing to do and annihilate Bernie. I mean, I was a Bernie supporter. Yeah. I, I was into social democracy, I mm -hmm. thought. Uh, I mean, I, I, I woke up and, and I awakened and now I'm mortified. I go back in my memories of Facebook and I'm shocked. Yeah at the things that I was saying. Oh my goodness. I, I mean, I, I'm keeping them because I want to put it in a book. I was just going to say, I would love to see that transition. I would love to see that. It's, I'm embarrassed. I'm, I cringe <laughs> at how, how woke and how I behave. Yeah. And, but not on the BLM woke side, but on the, you know, the just social justice warrior mm -hmm. uh, woke, wokeism. And ugh, it just... <laughs> Oh, I, I just, I'm a different person. And, uh, but, but I allow that. I allow myself to change and go through things and I allow myself to be wrong mm -hmm. and I can always be wrong and I can always change my mind, which yeah. is what people don't allow others to do, you know, right? especially um, with the democratic party now, because I, I used to be too. So I, you know, grew up, my, my parents are Republican and my, you know, I've kind of always hinted like my dad's like, oh, I can't believe I'm raising a liberal whatever. But it was like when I first registered, I registered Republican. But then, you know, joined the army and Bush is in charge. And it's like uh, and then, you know, being gay. First of all, you thought I thought I had to be over in the, with the Democrats because, yeah, that's, yeah. you know, I, the danger of identity politics. Like, oh, I'm gay. Well, I have to be over here. So yep. I. I, you know, was all about the Democrats and Obama. I was like, yay, like we're going to get our first black president. But then I started to notice things during his his first yeah. term. And I'm like, mm, I don't know about this. But then when it was time for his second term, well, Mitt Romney is definitely not good. He thinks I should be back in the kitchen. So no, nah, yeah. Obama it is again. And then, yeah. of course, you know, he he wrote on the whole thing of repealing the don't ask, don't tell and the Defensive Marriage Act. So I was like, okay, yay for it. But then I still noticed, I was starting to notice those things. Obama's the one that that pulled me over to the conservative side. Because when I turn on the news and I see our president singing to people, I see the first lady on award shows like, hold up. Like, yeah. this isn't this isn't the red carpet. Like, you guys are supposed to be the leader of and yeah. first lady of the United States. He's doing favors mm -hmm. for his buddies, letting them go down mm -hmm. to Cuba. You know, Jay-Z and Beyonce, nobody else could go, yep. but Jay-Z and Beyonce could go. And then I just saw all the hypocrisy and then it came down to Hillary and Trump. And I was like, man, like, we're going to be the laughing stock if Trump gets elected. But then I started listening and I was like, you know what? 
he's a businessman and you know we're kind of hurt economically so may, maybe it's what we need maybe we don't need a politician and he did you awaken before the election of hillary and trump uh, or the, that say, election i would say that bef yes i was more i guess red-pilled like they like to say prior to trump getting elected but i was still uneasy when it came down to hillary and trump because it's like Oh my God, like we're going to be the laughing stock if, you know, Trump's not a politician. Like, well, we yeah. definitely can't have Hillary. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. And then, like I said, I started paying attention during like the debates and listening yeah. to the things that he's saying. And I'm like, you know what? Let's, th this might be what we need. Like, we've always had career politicians in the White House and they've always screwed things up. They never keep their promises. Like, maybe, like, let's see how this guy does. And I remember when he got elected. I used to follow so many gay sites on Facebook and everybody's like, oh, it's the end of the world. And so I remember, oh. I don't I don't know if this is still on my Facebook or not, but I remember walking out because I was in Tennessee at the time. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys, I walked outside in a red state and nobody threw things at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, during that year of the primaries of 2016, I was vilified and demonized for pointing out the hypocrisy within the Democratic Party, for not being a gay Hillary bot, for not being willing to bottom for Hillary. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, all those, you know, uh, I'm with her and uh, all that crap. Yeah. And uh, the gays, this is, I wanted to mention this, I wrote this down when you were talking, because see, the left and identity politics um, has a way and uh, um a psychological and and they know this they romanticize politics and they try to make everything seem like we're in a movie and it was time for that woman and it was time for that black man and aren't we mm -hmm. great but they're not lit thinking of policy mm -hmm. and what what those things really entail i don't care if there's a woman she has to be the right woman i don't care if he's black he has to be the right black man mm -hmm. you know um so and also you know, I think to myself, you know, politics really isn't that difficult no. because look at that idiot bartender AOC. <laughs> I mean, you know, all she does is just spew crap, yeah. socialistic crap, which which is being funneled through her by other other entities mm -hmm. that are using her. She's always been used. She was always basically um, produced. Mm -hmm. She was produced. She has never you know, she didn't. She, she was a bartender. She, they took her, they saw an empty suit, just like they do with other politicians, and they produced her. Um, you know, I say I could run for California governor right now, and you know what my campaign would be? I'm going to get up every morning, call Governor DeSantis, and say, what should I do with California today? <laughs> And do everything he's done with Florida, yeah. because he seems to be the only one with any balls in this country and actually being presidential yeah. and honoring our Constitution. No, I've been treading water here for, uh, what, 16 months or whatever it's been. I've been treading water just to see how deep we go into the hole. Yeah. And we're never getting out of this hole. Yeah. I can't tread water anymore. I'm, I'm running out of resources and just... Um, hope for life. Yeah. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah. That's what happens in places like Cuba, mm -hmm. where you're just so confined and impressed and you have to worry about your neighbors on each block and reporting mm -hmm. you because you had a party or reporting me because they saw one of my videos and gave it to a casting person. I can't live like that. Yeah, that's, that's called communism. Yes. And every time, and that's what I got called on an Allison show with a Cuban couple, trying to give it context to what's happening here. Yeah. 
And people called me out for trying to make it about me. I'm trying to make it about us as yeah. Americans. This is how it starts. The seeds are planted. Yeah. They're growing already. They're beyond the just planting stage. They're like, they're like growing. They're like, they're like already like this big, mm -hmm. you know? And so anyway, yeah. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought Cuba back up so we can get back on track. Good segue. <laughs> yes, good segue. Was perfect. Uh, that was perfect. Because you, but, but Jen, you want to know, it's because it all connects. Yeah, it does. It, it all really connects. Does. It really, really does. So, okay. So as far as like the stuff that's going on, is the media, uh, I'd say specifically the right wing media, because we know the left is not really talking about it that much. Um, would you say the right wing is media is exaggerating at all? Or is this stuff that I talked about at the beginning actually happening? Like, are people really being ripped from their homes, forced vaccinated, yes. um, disappearing? Yes. All that's really happening. Yes. Well, first of all, I don't know about forced vaccinated because mm -hmm. they have run out of vaccines because they wanted to create their own. Mm -hmm. And they denied the UN, UN's offer of vaccines from other countries oh. as humanitarian and the government denied it because they wanted to produce their own and they did but there isn't enough uh -huh. and now as you know they're all starving and their immune systems are weak mm -hmm. and they're um they're you know thankfully they have enough vitamin d being yeah. a tropical island <laughs> but their immune systems are very weak and everything so a lot of people have been dying from getting this respiratory virus or bad flu mm -hmm. okay because I'm not going there with that this is a novel corona that we've never seen. Yeah. It's nothing more than a bad flu. Yeah. In fact, there are some seasons that have been worse. Yeah. So I'm not going to go there anymore, full stop. So um, this experimental drug, they wanted their own. And that's been, that's been the, about the vaccine. So no, they have not been fighting in the streets for vaccines and um, whatever. I mean, I, uh, uh, mask, mask mandates mm -hmm. and all that. Like, we should be here. Yeah. Like we shouldn't be on the streets marching like the French here against vaccine mandates and everything else. They're slowly creeping up on us. Mm -hmm. And um, so, no. And Yoel said that. And I have heard from people there through my sister that have said that they are beating people. They have arrested hundreds of people. They're arresting their 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 outspoken voices. They are poets and artists that are against the, the system. They've been arresting them and throwing them in jail. Um, they. Um, so, so the right-wing media is not exaggerating at all. If anything, they're not telling the whole story because they can't get the information out mm -hmm. because they've stopped the internet. Yeah. You know, which is exactly what they're starting to do here. If you don't think that Spectrum and Comcast and those people are going to get pressure to throttle our, our internet feeds down, you're wrong. Again, going back to the last vagabond, the last American vagabond, I have a tape that I posted on my Instagram where he ha is on a call with Compa Comcast talking about why his uh, speed is so low. And the guy who obviously isn't the guy with Comcast talks to him and says, well, it all started on July 1st. And there's all these weird things happening with your system. And I don't understand. It's not very common. Anyway, if you want to listen to it, it's on my Felix Montano at Felix Montano Instagram account okay. um, where I post that 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 clip of his uh, recording with a Comcast guy. Mm -hmm. And when I went to do the Allison Morrow, the first time I went to do an interview with Allison and and came out with all of my stuff for the first time, really. I, yes, I'd been I'd been knocked on YouTube, and I'd been I'd been um, warned, and I'd got strikes and things like.
like that. But when I went to do that, she had already been obviously on. And when I went to do that with her on a Saturday morning, my, my internet went out. They called me, they texted me and told me it was out all over the neighborhood. So I assumed that was true. Mm-hmm. And then I, we couldn't get a signal. We couldn't get a signal. It was like hell. And um, we decided to postpone it. I had to postpone it for two days because they told me they would call me and let me know when it was back up. So everybody's very locked up in here. So I don't see a lot of people, but I work out in my parking lot. Uh-huh. And I saw some neighbors on Sunday. I said, hey, you guys, is your, is your internet still out? And they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, there's supposed to be some optic wiring or something in the neighborhood. He says, well, it was out last night. It was out like Friday night for a couple hours or, or Saturday morning, but I just kept rebooting and I got back on. And I'm like, oh, then a guy drives by in a spectrum truck and I go like, yo, dude, what's going on with the internet? He says, nothing. It's fine. I just talked to somebody. I just saw somebody over there. They got 400, 400 speed or something going. So I'm like, make of it what you will. Yeah. Make of it what you will. Do they have Allison tagged when she does interviews, you know? And then they fuck up with the other person's end and not necessarily hers, but enough to screw her, her telecasts up. I, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put anything past our government or these corporations. No. Nothing. Not at all. I assume they're lying to you and I assume they're watching me. Yeah. Period. I, I'm, I'm so, right there with you with that one. Yeah. So, um, so, and it also has gotten worse since then. My, and I, and I did a fast speed check because I'm not computer literate at all. Technologically literate. My, I've only got 200. Um, I only pay for 200 before I started doing this. I may bump it up if, but I had them, I called them this week. Um, they didn't understand why I did my speed check. It was like 70. Oh, wow. That's what I was getting. And then I said, why don't we send someone out anyway? And they sent them out. They said it was my, my, my connection here inside. It was loose. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, why? I haven't even been back there in like a year yeah. or more. And then they came back because they'd lost a wrench and left a wrench. And so I said, could you check the outside? Because it's still giving me like under, under 100. So I've been testing it on and off now since they left. And I think they went outside and did something and maybe gave me a little boost mm-hmm. uh in whatever way they can they were really nice hispanic guys and we talked in spanish and stuff so um that gave us a little a little bit of a bonding which always does and always helps and um and now it's been it's been between 150 and two, 210 wow so i was wondering how it was going to be for our 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 thing today yeah but before we move on buddies let's take a quick break welcome back now let's continue on with the show Cuban president had said not too long ago that he claims that these protests is a U.S. plot to fracture the Communist Party. Um, do you think that's just deflection? <laughs> I mean, I think I know the answer. Excuse right? me. What are we doing to fracture the Communist Party? We've got communists in Democratic yeah. Party running us right now. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've got self-proclaimed Marxist trained founders of BLM running Hollywood studios and being represented by our biggest uh, a, a talent agency uh-huh. of which talent I don't understand what they're representing because Patrice Colors in my mind has no talent <laughs> other than protesting and getting people riled up uh-huh. buying million dollar homes with the money that she scammed and, and uh, from BLM yeah. and then resigning and then resigning her post after she lifts the lights the match yeah 
And now she's helping shows that are filtrating down to your children mm -hmm. with their with their with their narratives for Disney yeah. and Warner Brothers. Yeah. I mean, come on, we're not doing anything to hurt the Communist Party. We have done more in one year to advance the communist agenda yeah. than 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 in, in 62 years <laughs> of embargo of embargo with Cuba. Yeah. I kind Tell of me how that I kind of figure that's what your response was going to be. Because how do you square that? How yeah. can you square that if you have one brain cell? Yeah. You know, if you people can be objective. It. Yeah, but people of are. Course they are. I mean, look, of course they are. you've already mentioned like BLM being like support of the uh, saying that the Cubans chose their government. We should support that. And, you know, it's like, are you are you not realizing what you guys protested against all last year? And now you're just, hey. Good job. You ready? You, well, this is a good time to read the quote from the um, creator of 1619, that mm -hmm. bullshit piece of thing that they're trying to teach in schools and yeah. critical race theory that is completely batshit crazy. Yes. Um, Cuba has, this was her, uh, what's her name? I want to get her name. Hannah Jones. Um, Hannah Jones, I guess. I think she's got another, Nicole, Nicole Hannah Jones. Mm -hmm. In 2019, uh, and largely, oh, Hannah Jones touted Cuba as the most equal country in the Western Hemisphere, largely due to socialism. First of all, it's communism, girl. It's communism. They're not. They're beyond socialism. Yeah. Socialism is a first step to yeah. communism. Um, and then this was the quote from BLM and her, um, Cuba has the least inequality between black and white people of any place really in the hemisphere. She continued, I mean, the Caribbean, and here's where she starts to be a little realer, most of the Caribbean is um, hard to count because there's so many Afros in the Caribbean. So, you know, I, I mean, ha, you know, I mean, so basically it's more equal because uh, whites are outnumbered because yeah. the Caribbean was very Afro Inf influenced, you know, mm -hmm. and then she says, um, uh, the, uh, the white population in a lot of their, a lot of those countries is very, very small. Their countries run there. They are countries run by black folks, but in places that are truly at least biracial countries, Cuba, Cuba actually has the least inequality. And that's largely due to socialism, which I'm sure no one wants to hear. Wow. First of all, it's communism. Yeah. And um, it's bullshit. Why are, and it's down, not why are they downplaying it so much? Because a lot of people are doing that and they're saying that it's socialism, it's socialism. But we all Because know. they don't want them. They don't want the people that are gullible and the people that just watch the white, right wing media and think that CNN and MSNBC and Rachel Madcow are the people that are telling us the truth. And they don't want them to um, to start questioning what they're feeding us for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. OK. And what BLM is feeding us and um, all the rest. That's why this is a that's why I said on my other on another spot. I love the Cuban people and I'm biased, but I think they're magical yeah. and they've been and they've been magical in this country. And they call them the Jews, the Jews of the Caribbean for a reason. Yeah. Uh, black, white, Spanish, anything you want to call the Cubans, because there's all of them there. Yeah. Um, they are special people and uh, it runs in their blood. And uh, it started with even their indigenous people. Yeah. And um, they have a resiliency and they won't put up with shit. That's why, I mean, in a, in, 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 
in a way, because the people that are in their 60s now have been educated and grown up with only communism, shows you the strength of the Cuban people to stand against a power like the United States mm -hmm. and not budge. Yeah. But now they're waking up. And even the old people that were are dying off, like my mother's age of the revolution and that were for the revolution are now waking up and saying, this is what I'm dying with. Yeah. Nothing. You know, because that was not the dream that they were given and the mm -hmm. and the and the narrative they were given like they're getting here by these communist social Marxist sympathizers. There's a lot of talk in Washington about getting the U.S. military involved and both sides have supporters and detractors from this. Yeah. What do you think? Um, are, are we, you're going to put this in. Um, I think that I, I, I don't think that's uh, Mari said this, the girl that we interviewed. Um, she and Joel said this military intervention might scare the Cuban people that haven't had something like that, uh, you know, like in the Middle East that they're very used to. But military intervention in Cubans, especially the older ones, suddenly um, having bombs dropped on their heads or, or, or being, being uh, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't know what the solution is, Bill. I really don't. I'm not an expert in it. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's it's tough, and I don't. I know that there, there's there's hardcore Cuban Americans that are recently from there, and a lot of Cuban Americans in uh, Miami who really think that that's the way to go is an invasion and and a military. But I really, a, I don't think it's going to happen. B, um, I don't think the rest of the world will necessarily support it. Um, I think that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's arming them, but you know, you got to remember that they never have had arms for 60 years. Right. So how well are they going to know how to do that? They have a military and they have a police force, but those are pretty entrenched communist, um, you know, uh, departments there in Cuba. So mm -hmm. the, the civilians, the men there, I mean, you know, they can't even get a drill like, like Yoel was saying, you know, and, and something that I brought up with Yoel and Mari about the Cuban men and everything, because he was saying, you know, I think Allison or Mari, it was like, so they were fascinated that men have this, like when they come to America and they go into Home Depot and it's like, oh my God, you know, it's because they're men and we're hunter gatherers and we build and we create and we protect um, our own and our families. And communism destroys masculinity on that level. Well, that's kind you know, of the job is to get rid of the toxic masculinity. Exactly. That's exactly what's been happening here. And so that's why they, they you know, he kept going back to the drill. And I was trying to go to the masculinity of communism, de destroying masculinity and what is inert innately in a masculine male that wants to build, do, be, you know, take care of. And uh, he kept going back. But so you got to remember, there's a strong brainwashing there. And I don't know. I don't know what the ratio of people that want to overturn the government to not are there. I know it's growing mm -hmm. and the internet has helped, you know, um, the internet has helped shed a little light, like Mario was saying, and then they start seeing more tourism that they did. Uh, that might've been one of the good things of, of Obama that he allowed more tourism from even our country to go in during his administration, which maybe enlightened them to a little bit more possibilities. 
mm-hmm. seeing people their own age going over there, saying like in their 30s and 40s and what they had and what they were doing. And, you know, I think Yoel talked about that, that they did start to notice that and it started to awaken them a little bit. So maybe inadvertently Obama did that. Um, so I don't know what the answer is. I don't think it's military intervention. I think it needs to happen from inside. Like I am 100% for like helping other people. You know, I, I took part in helping liberate people in Afghanistan and training police in Iraq. And, I, you know, I, I would very much love to be a part of liberating, you know, the Cuban people from their a real a real a real liberation a real liberation and it's like uh, you know i'm really torn when it comes to whether the u.s should intervene on this because i think we need to help but at the same time like you said this is happening everywhere we can't police up the world we have to we have to take care of ourselves like we have issues going on here yes yes and so the only reason the only reason why we're intervening in South American countries is if if there's something in it for us. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I really do hate that. And it's like, you know, but at the, I, I don't know. I'm really torn. And so I did. I was I still had obviously was listening when Bill was asking you those questions. So you don't even see what the option is. I don't know. I, I, I want again, the Cuban people are magical people and they've survived. They've survived since Columbus in so many ways that that would have destroyed, um, you know, a a people Mm -hmm. they have withstood and they have reinvented every time. And they're very intelligent and can be very sophisticated. Um, I'm hoping that it can come from within. And 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 there's that magic that I talk about that Cubans have that can maybe I mean, I'm maybe I'm being maybe now I am being naive. Um, but there's always, there's always hope. You got to give them hope (laughs) as Harvey Milk. You got to think about, you know, like our revolutionary war, like, you know, we stood up against our tyrannical government at one point. So I think it's very possible. It's just, it's really does suck. Like seeing someone in our backyard dealing with this and we're just on the sideline, you know? Um, so do you think as far as like the American citizens, not necessarily the government, is there anything the American people can do to help? Um, at the very least is do things like I'm doing and, and calling our government out on their communist propaganda and their tip to, especially this administration continuing to hold their feet to the fire and, and the BLMers and those people and keep calling them liars and that they're trying to spin this and they're tiptoeing around it and they're trying for their own interests and promoting their own agenda here within our country. They're trying to minimize what has happened there for 62 years. Yeah. And that itself is evil. And you're trying to make it look like we're only seeing a fringe element in Cuba. No, they're starving. People are dying. Mm-hmm. The majority the majority and it has been happening for 62 years and so they're lying patrice colors is lying this nicole whatever her freaking name is is lying Mm -hmm. all the left people on the left are lying aoc and the squad and all these people liars 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 and unfortunately i don't know again we will find out what the meaning of this has as we move forward and can look back a little bit in hindsight why this has happening now Mm -hmm. i think god has a plan i think there's it's not an accident like we talked about earlier 
But unfortunately, with this administration for now, because they are so entrenched with BLM and the social justice warrior and Antifa and, and sympathizing with communists and socialists, I don't think they're ever going to do anything to intervene in communism on communism in Cuba. And it's not socialism we're intervening on. Yeah. Because we're not, we're not intervening on France. We're not intervening on socialism in those countries. Right. We're intervening. That's different than full-blown communism. Right. Okay. Exactly. And ours is already turning into communism. Look at Canada and look at France. Yeah. It's already becoming, that was always the next step. The next step from communist uh, socialism is always communism. Yes. There's no middle ground and holding at this plateau. No. That's a fantasy. Yeah. And, um, there may be a lot of things wrong, but this country, and this is what I'll say again. My father and my mother taught me they came to this country to live in this country, to be part of this country, and to be Americans first. We'll never forget that we're Cubans, but we're Americans first. And all these other assholes need to remember that, yeah. that haven't had any of our experience and aren't first generation because you notice Latinos, how many of them went for Trump? You notice blacks and how many of them went for Trump. OK, this is a very small minority that is trying to push this agenda. Mm -hmm. The screaming loud majority. You wait till 2022. Yeah. Which I have a, a feeling. Great plug to remind people that, you know, voting is extremely important uh, and, and not just the federal elections, but your local elections as well. Like we have and, to and, get out there and vote. And, and these audits, we have whether whether we think it was stolen or not, I do. Whether we think they were manipulated or not, I do. Um, and I think that they did this during the primaries, except Hillary was too stupid to do it in the generals. But then they knew, well, in 2020, we better get that get on that yeah. so that we can do it on November 3rd. You know, um, so um, you need to back the audits, even if they don't lead to, you know, replacing Biden or putting Trump back in. This is about voting in a democracy. And it is screwed right now. We cannot have any faith in it with all of the discrepancies and all of the fraud that they're discovering. And if you don't do your homework on that, you're an idiot yeah. and you deserve whatever we get in the next election. Yeah. But, you know, I hate voting, too. But I know that the next election, I mean, and I know they say this every election, but if they figure out the voting and put some of these really great voting uh, principles in place not the left side but our you know what the democrat the republican state the states are doing integrity yeah yes yes showing an id yeah. and not mailing it in or dropping it in a mailbox mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that so if they do that then this will be the most important election yeah. of our lives and you know but if they don't if they don't we're just yeah same and old I shit. keep reminding people because regardless like uh when when it comes to these audits if it doesn't matter. We know that there's fraud on both sides. Like, let's be honest, yeah. there's fraud on both yep. sides. So yep. if anything, the, this audit, because I don't, I personally do not think it's going to flip anything. I don't think it's going to change anything. But if anything, it is waking, waking these states up to fix their voting laws for voter integrity. They're going to fix their procedures so that this doesn't happen again. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are discouraged. Like, well, what's the point of voting if they're just going to cheat? This is the best way I can of explain course. it. If if 10 like we'll say 10 people don't vote, that's 10 free votes for them. The more of us that vote, the more obvious it's going to be that they cheated. You know, if we have what, 370 or, or 10 votes, 10 votes not against them. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we have what 372 million Americans, somewhere around there. Yeah. If, like if all of a sudden we have 400 million votes, somebody cheated because you know we know we all voted. So I think it's very important that people know go vote your local elections, your state, everything. Like school. All the way up. School. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Local. That's another is extremely thing. Extremely important Jen. right now with the whole CRT stuff. Yeah, Jen. For just really quick, I know we should, we really need to wrap this up, uh, but but um, um, that I worked for Gnusom when he was running for lieutenant governor. Uh -huh. I worked for Christian Gillibrand. They threw me into the bus. That's a whole other topic. We can talk about that when we talk about bullying, if you want to, um, which is why I was supporting her. Gnusom, I, I, COVID made me realize that local, I mean local elections matter. Mm -hmm. I wish that I had not voted for Garcetti because he just licks licks his butthole butthole a newsom's butt you know and i wish i had not helped newsom and i wish i'd never voted for newsom mm -hmm. you realize this election this last or this last covid year has met if it didn't make you realize how important having a newsom or a desantis is yeah no matter what the federal government is doing mm -hmm. then then you're an idiot yeah and i remember that we're a republic and it's we the people that's in charge not not the government and you know that's why conservatives are for small government the federal government needs not to be in charge or in intervene with a lot of the stuff that they're intervening with and we really we the people really need to take that back yeah totally totally jen this is like a joe rogan episode it's like three hours i feel like I, you know I, I, I get, he goes on forever I, you know? yeah, honestly, I love it because and you know bill's gonna hate it when it comes to editing but you know what that's okay he's gonna he's going to overcome and it's gonna be a, a great two episodes <laughs> i mean right, right out of the gate you're like uh you know you're like giving him some work <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what hey this is what he signed i, I think i hear him back i hear i think him groaning back there or something <laughs> <laughs> all right so um what's your thoughts on cubans being told to stay in place while the u.s mexico border is being flooded oh hypocrisy I mean, you know, it just yeah. it's just simple. It's just so it's so obvious. I mean, and, and guess who said that? The DHS secretary who is a Cuban American. Yeah. I mean, how sad the, the balls, yeah. the balls the left has grown mm -hmm. is 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 mind boggling to me. Yeah. These balls, you know, and somebody else said, oh, you know, Jeff Bezos isn't Cuban. His father was Cuban and he was adopted. I don't give a shit. He's your father. Yeah. And you should. And I'm sure he taught you about Cuba yeah. and taught you everything. You were raised as a Cuban American, you little fuck, you know, <laughs> so you should be trying to do something. If anything, get together with Elon Musk uh -huh. and go send those balloons that provide Internet without the government being able to shut it down. Yeah. Do that. That's what. No, Bezos There's, wants to go out. To wait a minute. No, wait. But that's something that could be done yeah. by America. Get Elon Musk and Bezos to send some satellites or something or some kind of shit over there and float it over that over that country and and have the, there's balloons now that they can float. This is what I just heard. Yeah. Um, that you can float and provide internet so that we can find out the truth. And the world can know. And then maybe more of the world will act along with the United States, yeah. you know, and do something together. But but no, it's not just our military responsibility. Why don't we get creative and do other things like like provide them the Internet that we have the technology now to be yeah. able to 
to have Wi-Fi in these weird ways, you know? Sansis was actually working on that, I thought. was. I not, think not that's the, where I heard. Not the balloons, but getting them internet. Well, but I did. Bypass. I don't, I don't, really I don't know where I just read. Like in the last day or so, I read about these balloons with internet. Uh -huh. I'm thinking, Bezos, you're the richest man on the freaking planet. You can't afford a billion or so to just float a couple of balloons yeah. over this little little island in the Caribbean. Yeah. Give me a break. Oh, uh, I mean, they you know? they don't want to they don't want to liberate them because you know they that's they just they they don't want to they don't care about other people's and, freedoms. Nope, and they want to continue the lockdowns because they've become the richest people during this lockdown. Yeah. You know, yep. um, Amazon, Facebook, social media because everyone's locked in front of their computers and ordering from Amazon. It's all about power, control, and greed, and yeah. I, I can't stand it. Um, yeah. So, is there anything that I missed? Like, I know we're all over yeah <laughs> yeah anything in regards to cuba <laughs> no. that i missed uh that you want to add oh god there's so much we again you know we could talk for for i mean and i'm cuban i could talk forever yeah. so <laughs> yeah you don't want to go there so uh there's a lot but i think we covered i think we covered some good chunk um okay. um i mean i would suggest going even though you might hate my internet seeing that video uh that i did with allison there's you know um I haven't really done much on my channel other than stuff with people like you and her. Yeah. So, um, and also I'm trying to build an audience in this arena. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'd love it if people went to my, I'd like to be on locals mostly uh, because of Dave Rubin and you know, the gays. Yeah. Um, and locals.com seems to be really easy to use. I like it. I tried Odyssey and I tried it, it, locals is good. I don't have a paywall. Um, if you want to support me there, you can, but I don't have a paywall up because I'm not doing this as my business. Yeah. And I'm scared to actually put all my eggs in this basket because of what's happening to people. Yeah. You know, suddenly they're demonetized like Brett Weinstein and those people suddenly lose, you know, most of their income. Um, so I think it's dangerous to put all our baskets in, in one of these platforms, but right. Dave, Rubens, I trust Dave Rubens. Locals. Uh, Felix Locals.com. You can email me personally. No hate email because I will annihilate you at <laughs> um, Felix Montano at protonmail.com. Um, that's uh, encrypted and everything. And I also think that I might start weaning off my social media and starting to do old school uh, emails okay. with content. With content, and if you want to, you want to be on that email list. You oh. can uh, email me, and I'll start creating a list. Yeah. Because I really don't see how we're going to avoid getting shut down by platforms and cable companies and internet service providers and everything else. Because I do see that coming. Yeah, that is like that's genius. What you just said, because I mean, I, how, like I, I mean, mean and, and uh, we're not I mean, reading our stuff, but like pretty right. much going back to the old school email list, like. Hey, this is another, that's, that's awesome. That's amazing. Well, because, you know, and also because even, even having a website yeah. can be deplatformed. Look at Parler. I mean, look yeah. at all these companies being deplatformed. You still have to have them support you to have that website. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing encrypted email, like through Proton Mail or something, and they can't read it and they can't, they can't touch it, then I can get as much information as I want out and I yeah. could be getting it out. I could be emailing a thousand people. Well, you know, Ben, Ben Swan is doing this. He's doing direct Anything he puts out, he texts you, which is a great, great thing. And I get texts from him almost every day. So I can see that he posted something, go to that and find the information without going through a third party. Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah, that it's I'm loving all these clever ways that, you know, conservatives are 
finding to oh, get their oh. message out there. I, de I definitely see us doing more things in the future because this this was fun. I had so much fun and hey. a lot. So thank never you. know where that next the next dot the next dot is going to connect. Exactly. Right? But thank you again so much for yeah. being on the show. All Thanks, right. Jen. You're. <laughs> All right, let's uh, close it up with some Gen Gen thoughts. So um, we have to be very concerned with what's going on in Cuba. If you're not concerned, then I, I don't really know what where your mind space is at. But Cuba is in the direction many of those on the left want to take this country. People really need to wake up. We the people will not stand for this. There is a breaking point, and they are trying to reach that breaking point. All I can say is be careful. Do not let your temper get to you. Do not let them trick you into a situation that you are set up to lose. We have to be smart. I've always said it, that they're always 10 steps ahead of us. We cannot let this happen to our country, and I don't think we will ever let this happen. Remember, we the people stand strong, proud, and we will not waver. So stand with me, buddies. United we stand, divided we fall. Thank you again so much to our special guest, Felix, and thank you to my producer, Bill, and thank each and every one of you buddies for tuning in.